Ah, unbelievable. We're like getting to the home stretch at the end of the months of the year. Other being the last month. It's a but big, big schus to, to have Shabbos Zachar. It's many, according to almost, almost all postkim, it's a Daraisa. I think everybody agrees you could be Yoyzi Daraisa hearing the, the Parsha Zachar being read in Shul. That's why a lot of women also go. This is poskim that say it's not necessary for women because they're not part of the people who have the mitzvah mechias amalek. But some people say that there's a a intellectual amalek that even women have a mitzvah to try to eradicate the philosophy and the theology of amalekites that unfortunately have permeated our our circles. Um, so, but there's many different negative. Uh, philosophies that Amalek kind of uh, promotes. And one of the main things is a Sveikas, Sveikas in one of the Gematria, Amalek is Suffake, so doubts. So they create doubts in our lives. Obviously, it's a huge thing that a person's Ein Simcha Katarza Sveikas is no greater joy than resolving any of your doubts. So if a Yid could live his life without doubts, then He's on the next level, and Abish is a help, and we should be zorcha to live our lives like that with true simcha. Yet, there's also another more insidious type of philosophy that Amalek promotes, and that's Asher Korcha Baderech, that they cooled you down on the road. Now, Amalek cooling us down on the road, you know, oh, you guys think you're so, so, uh, holy, holy rollers, hoitsi toitsi people, because God took you out of Egypt. Yeah, really? And they they came and attacked us. And uh, But who were the people that got attacked? The people that got attacked were the proverbial oisvarfs, the, the people that were thrown out. Either thrown out by the people or the shechina, the, the anonia covered, were poilat, they spat them out because they were tummy. They were tummy and they had to be outside of the anonia covered. And therefore, they didn't have the protection of the Ananiya Kavod. And Amalek comes and attacks. Crazy enough, Moshe goes to Yeshua and says, Tzei lochem im Amalek, go out and, and fight. Now, many, many times, many of the, the biggest Gedolei Ador say that we need to re- do outreach and help people do tshuva and come back to Hashem. And some people say, well, I don't know how to talk to people. Uh, there's some kind of, uh, um, I think it was in, made by Asia Torah, like how not to do Kirav Rechokim and this guy gets invited over for Shabbos. Oh, it was a humorous thing, but what not to do. But unfortunately, some people, they, they don't know how to be the example, the paradigms of how to show people the beauty of Yiddishkeit. So maybe not everybody's supposed to be doing Kirav. But um, many of the tzaddikim explained that the Torah that's being learned in the yeshiva in Volozhin could be mashpia on preventing somebody from being a halal Shabbos someplace else. It gives a fuel for the Kedusha, for the person who's going to be doing the Kirov, he'll have that extra schus of Torah. But that's not necessarily really what I want to focus on. I want to focus on another philosophy, Asher Karcha, that they cooled us down, that they made us feel that we don't matter. Now, 
who do they attack? They attack the people that were outside. These are the guys who were the Oisvars who were thrown out. The Shechina, the Ananim, the Klaliso cast them away. They were people that needed to be put outside. They're Oisvars. Mamash Oisvars. Mahadrim and Mahadrim. But yet, a Baruch Hu says, Moshe, my kinderlich are being attacked. And Moshe goes to Yeshua and says, Say, come on, let's go. We're going to leave the base medrash. This Ace Lasas Lashem, when there's Yiddish a kinder who are, are Mamish Oisfarfs, they're the people that are cast out that nobody could have them in their community, maybe because of the earrings or the piercings or the tattoos or the crazy hairstyles or the attitude. And these Yidin are cast out, but when they get attacked, if they're in danger, we have to go and even leave the base medrash to go and, and, and bring them back. Go and protect them. Wage a war to make sure these people don't get destroyed and decimated. So, but this is the idea we need to really recognize is that sometimes, oh, I can't, these people, they need to be, they can't be here. They're offensive. We can't have people sitting in front of us. We can't just sit back and let it happen. So, again, I'm not talking about one's family, Laura Lane, it shouldn't happen, we shouldn't be given these challenges, but unfortunately there are people that have these challenges. And then unfortunately a lot of the, the people I work in, in the Bay, and we see a lot of these kids, these guys who have no real fault of their own, many of them were never majorly traumatized, abused, and and hurt, and they're in such pain, and such discomfort and and they don't know what to do themselves and they don't know how to act there's no guidebook for them going through the, the difficulties that they're going through and it's it's a it's a terrible travesty that these kids have to suffer what they are suffering of course the cheshbonis and the shamayim and why this person has to suffer that's not our point the point is that when we see these people in a dangerous situation, we got to go out and help them. we got to leave the comfort zone of our base medrash and give up of our precious time. Talmud Torah Keneged Kulam. Talmud Torah Keneged Kulam. Torah is the most important thing. But say, when Amalek comes to take these people, not Amalek's not attacking the, the people in the Nanei Kavad. He's not Fighting the big, they're not fighting the Gedolei Ador. They're fighting the people of the Nebuchs. That's when we got to go out. We got to go out and show that these people matter. Because Hashem tells us, it's a milchem milchamal Hashem ba'malk mi door door from generation to generation. Ain la kisei shalom, ain Hashem shalom until a malk is eradicated. So this is a philosophy that we have to. Penetrate into our thick skulls and say we can't sit back with what they call in Hebrew adishut. I guess indifference. I'm not sure how to explain that. And like uh, that's not my problem. I don't know these people. Why do you think that I should do anything? You know, Moshe told Yeshua, "Say lilochem, go out. We got to go out and fight." Each person has to make a cheshbon and nefesh and Shabbos zacher. What am I doing? to eradicate doubt. What am I doing to take care of this? What are we doing? 
each person has to remember Zachor. It's something that we could put on the side. It's not for me. What am I doing to deal with this scourge that's happening? With all the foreign philosophies that are telling these kids, eh, you don't matter. You're a Gornish. You're an Oisvarf. No, no, no. And that's, I think, one of the most powerful things that this week's Parsha, Moshe Benu, is removed. And instead of Moshe's name being put in there, yes, there's many, but Moshe Benu's name is removed, and instead, the Atta and you. And this is where Rav Gamliel was saying that really each person is the Atta, and Hashem is speaking to you. And therefore, when we hear every year on Parsha Tesave, at the end we hear Parsha Zachar, but the beginning we have to hear, and you, Ra'ata, what are you going to do? And we, each person is the, is the Kohen Gadol for his own home. Ra'ata get close to Aaron, get close to Kohanim, Kohanim mean the, the, the Tzadikim, the, the Gedolei Adora that teach Torah, that are Mekar of people. Every Jew, take free that pure fire, that pure fire source, that pure oil. It has to be pure, because that's the only thing that could nourish that near tamid, which is our neshama. The thing that our neshama needs, the nourishment it needs, is pure, unadulterated Torah. How are you helping those kids who are out there, who are thrown away? And had to be thrown out because they were Tameim. But are you fighting? Does it matter? Are you the, the parent that's like, Barsha Patarani, yeah, I don't have to deal with these kids. I sent them away. Working in the day, sometimes there's some parents that they're, they're so happy that they, they don't have to deal with the kids that we have to deal with them. It's not a Pasha thing. But what are we doing? The Atta. This is the Parsha of you. And as each and every one of us has to know we're the you that's mentioned here. That all those kid, kids who are on the street in Nebuch are Chalul Shabbos and doing terrible things. These are the kids that Hashem is saying, what are you doing about them to let them know that they also are a you? That they are also somebody that Kosh Baruch Hu wants even though they had to temporarily be put outside. But Hashem wants them, doesn't want them to be off and this is our obligation. Hosh Baruch Hu should bless us that we should never forget what Amalek did to us and does every time. And if that doubt enters your mind, because you say the Shemin Zayi Zach, it's got to be pure, unadulterated Torah. We have to remember the famous Maisa that the Chavetz Chaim Zchutzki again said when he spoke at when he spoke at the. Uh, one of the Knesia Gdolas, he spoke, spoke at this Knesia Gdola, uh, 1930, 1928 or whatever, probably maybe 1923, 100 years ago. And he was telling people that they got to go out and, and help people do tshuva. And he, when he finished speaking, he sat down and he heard murmurings and he went and asked the, the MC if he could speak again. Chavetz wants to speak, of course, please, Rabbi, come and speak. And Chavetz Chaim got up and said it again, he said, listen, I see that people in the audience are thinking, it's all a big rabbanim. This doesn't apply to me, who am I? I? I can't criticize somebody else until my shop is clean, you know? Can't criticize and, and help somebody else. 
if I'm not pure. So this whole story about Shemun Zayizach, how can I deal with that? So he tells a marshal. The marshal is, there was a Poritz, and this Poritz was traveling through his countryside, visiting his little villages, the little dwarfs. And he comes to one village, and it's a very hot day. And he enters a village, and he, he wants me to drink, so he's like, you know, everybody, bring a drink to the Poritz. So uh, his servant goes and asks people for water. So they go and they bring him a cup of water. And it was not clear. It was a cup of water. And he like, tastes it and spits it out. Says, this is disgusting. What's wrong with this water? He says, well, that's the local creek, you know. That's the water supply here. It's like... Royal edict, hear ye, hear ye. From now on, no one in this town is supposed to use any water until they boil it first and get rid of all the impurities. Okay, so that's the new rule in the town. So everybody's boiling up water. And uh, this is before refrigeration and stuff like that, you know, is people in the hot summer drinking hot drinks. Ah, Givaldic. One day, the porch is back on his porch admiring his landscape. And he sees smoke billowing in the distance. He says, I wonder what that is. It looks like maybe it's a fire. So he gets down onto his horse and wagon and has a servant drive him to the where the fire is. He gets and he gets to that town. And he's like, why aren't you putting out the fire? And he said, well, you're, you're royal minus. We're <laughs> in the midst of boiling up the water. It's not boiled yet. I you know, made an edict that we can't use the water until it's boiled. And, ah. and he says, you Fools, you imbeciles, you idiots. I told you not to boil water so you'll have pure water to drink. But if there's a fire burning, who cares what the water tastes like? Whatever water you have, pour on the fire and put it out. And that's what the Chavetz Chaim told the, the big Rabbanim and the, Anche, the Knesset Yagdola back about 100 years ago. He says that you can't have any excuse. Who am I? I don't, I'm not so pure. Uh, who am I to tell people how to, to do tshuva and to live their lives? And like, you know, it's a fire that's burning. It's a fire that's burning and everybody's got to do something to put it out. Even if your water ain't so pure. So even if we don't necessarily know if we have the Shem and Zayitzach, we've got to make the effort. We've got to reach out. We've got to show the love. We've got to show them that we care, that we're there for them. And that maybe even if we might not know all the answers, we might not have the pure Torah, but we know the G'dole Ador that do have, and we can introduce them and show them and teach them and show them the beauty. And the Kosh Baruch should help us that we should eradicate all the terrible things that Molek does to us in Prat and in, in, in the Klau. And Bez Hashem will bring us closer to the Bias Gold Tzadik. And here we may have a wonderful Shabbat.